0: Toxicity I, on are you, one thousand. How you about to get toxic and you've been toxic for the last three days? Been <laughs> toxic.
1: I have been toxic for the last Mad three days. Mad toxic. Day I've been
0: premium toxic for the last like four hey, days. Troy, hey. Forgive
1: me, bro. I'm sorry, Lieutenant Burnett, forgive me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, what forgive you for what? We just we just started. What are you asking forgiveness for? Hey, bro, cause you my spiritual barometer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Yo it's everybody's
0: d- spiritual barometer.
1: The sub the subtitle of our podcast should it should be "Manly Deeds" subtitle the most toxic wholesome um, <laughs>
2: informative hilarious big podcast
1: worded. you could
0: find
2: big word
3: right. i'm gonna update that girthy girthy worded. oh my, <laughs> oh, come oh, on, oh, my with god come on Paul. with the
1: lace come on hey, man first
3: of all girth is a solid word i don't give a damn what nobody say so hey whatever oh anybody use that word
1: around me i'm gonna we immediately already know exactly the what they're talking about
3: <laughs> hey,
1: i'm be like hey man you have a blessed day and i'm gonna no, walk you go to
3: my direction bro Hey, yo! Real talk, I, I, I really, I really think I have a come speak to me spirit, yo. I was getting my oil changed at uh, at the spot the other day, and this crackhead came out of nowhere and was like, "Yo." They ran over my cousin last week, hit and run. If I see him, I'm, I'm like, hit and run where? First of all, how do, you, how do you walk out the dealership holding a 40? I'm like, yo, what is going on? And and I drive a luxury vehicle, so I'm like, yo, time out. Something, something is going on here. Shorty's like, yeah, they ready hit my cousin, hit and run last week. If I see him, they dead. I was like... <laughs> No, they not are they? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't what you want to do. <laughs> so I yeah. felt like I was oh. minis- I felt like I was ministering like Drew. Who got their TV on, Drew?
1: Yeah, I just turned that joint down. Did
3: but yeah, listen
1: to Les Brown while we supposed to be recording.
2: <laughs> 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 it's crazy out here, man. Yeah, crazy. It's
0: been a pretty good week so far. It's probably been one of the smoothest weeks of work that I've had in a long time. So I'm hoping it uh, stays that way because uh, it's been hectic for like the last few weeks. So I just been taking it all in, bro. I've been I've been breathing. Yeah, that's
3: what it is, yo. I've been going for. I literally had one hour to myself today. Meeting after meeting after meeting. So <clears throat> well, at my job, job, this, this is, is the,
1: the this is a... my bad, Troy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey brother hey. It
1: sounds like you need to get some more. unpacked. us Let's let Troy talk about his week And then we'll unpack Drew's drama Bro ain't nothing much to be unpacked The fact that we are in the summertime right now So we are definitely in uh, Low power mode And I am definitely looking forward to it They're going to increase the number of days that we can work from home And a brother needs it because Gas is
3: high A high million a dollars a gallon A
1: million oh, dollars guys. a gallon Right now bro <laughs> And I can't do it.
3: Gas high, can't find no baby formula. I mean, what's going on, man? It's crazy. Body, you
1: got to do something, dog. You got to do
3: something, bro. <laughs> Yo, I
1: saw a meme. I saw a meme that said the shortage of baby formula is due to Nick Cannon and all his
3: kids. Hey. Nah, them babies drinking. They ain't drinking I don't no formula milk. About,
0: I don't care nothing about that formula. Take care of them student loans first. <laughs> the babies can Take wait.
1: Take care of them student loans. Yo, that time, leads bro. me to
3: the hey, real talk. I know we're about Sleepy to dive Joe, into the conversation. Take care of them loans first. But how the hell they, they, they Congress talking about UFOs, but we ain't got this student loan stuff situated <laughs> yet. They had a whole hey. congressional meeting today about UFOs, <laughs> and we ain't got student loans <laughs> to take care of yet. <laughs> like, what's going on, man? It's <laughs> like, a what a what distraction, we distraction, bro. Take care of them student it's loans it's a doing. That's all I know, bro.
1: It's a distraction. Hey, bro, That's all it is. I literally put that joint in my in my next message, bro. I was like, dog. These cats passing a bill. Now nah, listen, bro. These cats gonna pass a bill to eliminate daylight savings time, bro. They not worried about passing voter rights legislation, a student loan debt, a housing crisis, inflation. They gonna get rid of daylight savings time, bro. Hey, Which I'm hey, fine hey, with hey.
0: because I hate that hour rolling back in the fall. Yeah. asking, bro.
3: <laughs> Don't nobody want to
1: be
0: getting off work and it's dark. You get it it's
3: dark, dark when you go to work. Hey. and It's
1: dark when you get off. Oh no. Hey, a hey,
3: feel like I the know. whole day gone.
1: Drew, I know all those things that you just mentioned are very important, but are you for real? Are they going to uh, cut out the the uh, Daylight Savings Joint? Oh, yeah. yeah they, they really, really the talking about that. Act. Oh, yeah. Next
0: year. It's supposed to be next year. Yeah.
1: So that's the Sunshine so we go- Protection Act. And so um, it's because uh, to be honest with you, I didn't even realize this. Um, the joint is not, you know, they used to tell you Daylight Savings Time was like for farmers, you know, to get them more time. But that's actually not the truth. It's really uh, via Awards Time Act so that the country had more time in the daytime to create weapons. And so not all the states, like, I don't think Alaska honors daylight like savings time. So it's really no
0: need it. Well, it's dark there
3: know. all the time. So don't yeah, it's they always dark on in Alaska.
0: Don't they got like six months of darkness, six months of sunlight or something like that in Alaska? Yeah, yeah bro, I can't do
3: it. I had a colleague who used to live in Alaska, and she said that she would have to put like one of those um, spotlights in her house just to know when it was light and dark because it was always dark all the time. So... Mm. That's wild, yeah. I couldn't do it.
0: Hey, well, we back in the joint with another episode, another edition of the Melly D's podcast. Y'all know what's going on. It's your boy Melly Mel. We got your boy Doctor Drew Mar in the building, life coach Lace, and your boy you. T Roy, aka Pastor Troy. What's going on? T
2: Dot. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> FBF on this joint. <laughs> T aka
1: FBF. T Dot. FBF, what is your What, what is FBF? Fueled by Faith. F- your shirt, <laughs> shirt oh. Your shirt, shirt
2: <laughs> This guy right here What these little clothes he got on? I
0: thought we was trying to clown him or something I really what? thought y'all
1: was What's I was that? Like, I was like, Facebook friend Is that what that's supposed to mean? I ain't, I ain't I'm everybody's friend on Facebook, by the way. I got a bunch of people on there. I have no idea I who I know that's got to be
3: true, too, because you you, Yeah, he be, sound bro. like the type,
1: yo. He sound, I mean,
0: just You know such and such passed
3: away? Who is that? We don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. You go on Troy's page, you bound to have some mutual friends because he's just accepting everybody. I accept everybody, bro. <laughs> Why is that? What, what is the philosophy behind that? Because I don't have Facebook. So what's the philosophy behind that? Uh, well, actually, at one point in time, I
1: was just accepting everybody because I was like, I, I did know everybody who was sending me a friend request. and then eventually some of the some of the people who friended me were people who were at shows that I was doing, who were at events I was doing, and I didn't get a chance to actually see them or meet them, but they interacted with the material that I was delivering. and so I was like, oh, this oh, yeah. is an opportunity."
3: Um, yeah, Christian spoken
1: word. Uh Yeah, um, uh, preaching oh, okay. or rapping or all that type of stuff. And so, and then that's how a lot of that happened. And um,
3: so, yeah, that's basically it. All I know is if I ever show up somewhere and you are the guest minister and you get up there and start rapping, <laughs> I am leaving immediately. <laughs> First of all, and I'm, a a, I'm, I'm going to make a scene of it too. I'm going to slap. Hey, I'm gonna slam my Bible iPad closed and I you a hater you a hater I'm
1: gonna he said I'm gonna close that little
3: you you a hater
1: we got we got a joint we got a song on we got a song on YouTube Man, we, I God. got a song Man. I got a song on Utah, YouTube right now that got thousands of listens right now hey, I got I'm not thousands, it thousands, thousands hey, of listens thousands. <laughs> shout out to penthouse though Worst
0: music I've ever heard produced in my entire. Life. <laughs> oh, oh! I got you. I got you.
2: <laughs> Y'all wilding. Y'all wildy. Y'all need to chill.
1: Y'all need to chill. <laughs> the worst.
3: The worst. The worst music I've ever heard. Look, I'm not. Produce. I'm not mocking your gift, Troy. I'm not mocking your gift. I'm literally going to make a scene if I ever see that, bro. <laughs> hey,
2: bro. <all> hey right. <laughs> No cap
1: <laughs> You know, Lace, you know I'm a recording artist right now though, right? You said Toy what? A, a you know I'm a recording artist.
3: Look, I know you gifted, bro. I'm not knocking that. I'm I know that you have <laughs> a gift and you can <laughs> rap. I'm not knocking that. But all I know is if I'm in the sanctuary and you get up there, open up your Bible and start dropping bars, I'm getting up and I'm making a scene and I'm leaving <laughs> with <the> bars. <laughs> Lay's gonna leave, and I'ma heckle out
0: stuff in the middle of the rap
2: that you ain't supposed to say at church. I'm like, talk oh. to these niggas, <laughs> Troy.
3: Save these niggas, Troy. Save
2: That's this spirit, right,
1: Troy? Oh my god! About to get in that joint. Say, talk, to talk. <laughs> Y'all are dumb, bro. Oh, Somebody boy. about to hit that joint.
3: Yeah. Real talk. I'm making a scene, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, laughing because uh.
0: Troy be making music. I'm laughing because
3: I'm picturing him dropping 16 before he tell everybody uh, 16, to turn to Matthew chapter 16. Real tough. <laughs> I'm gonna drop sixteen before I make y'all turn to <laughs> Matthew chapter sixteen. Let's go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Troy Sermonic Troy him is a hot sixteen, bro. <laughs>
3: that joint might make me right laugh, yo. that joint. Yo. Oh uh, boy, all right. I'm done being toxic. Let's go. Basically, it's toxic. Hey, before we move all though, just this, this <laughs> the last this is <laughs> the last toxic thing I'm gonna say for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because this has been bothering me for all 10 minutes and 43 seconds we've been recording. Drew, are you wearing a button-up or a pajama top? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <he's wearing>
0: the... <laughs>
2: that
1: Joe look like a pajama top that Bill Cosby used to wear in the Cosby show. Here. The dick, the, the button-up to the top with the matching pants on. Oh. Are you wearing a pajama top or a button-up? Bro, I'm wearing a button-up, bro. Bro, get that second to the last. <laughs> How many button, buttons man? you got unbuttoned? <laughs> bro,
3: two, you, bro. Know, you, you, know, you, you know you definitely had a rough week. You definitely had a rough week. You know you. You know you. You know you, (laughs) up half half midriff with a t-shirt on it.
2: Hey, bro. hey! (laughs) hey. Get up, man! Get off the floor, bro!
1: Oh my god! (laughs)
3: Yo, <laughs> <laughs> hey. my t- don't even fit. That's how rough this week, is. It's Tuesday, bro. <laughs> See hey. what happened was <laughs> it's Tuesday.
1: What happened was if if Drew first came on his his video was crispy. Yeah. then he went out and came back in. That's all fuzzy. We can't tell if it's a if it's a button up or you know a pajama top Same. right now.
3: Drew going through it, Hey, my boy on it, yo. Going through it.
0: Before we get serious and bless the people, bro, unpack your weed, bro. Let us hear about it. Because it's obviously got you in the (sighs) conundrum.
1: Hey, bro, I will never for the life of me understand why somebody would actively keep somebody from trying to attend seminary, bro. The joint makes no absolute sense to me, bro. And I don't care if they find this podcast and they listen to it. The joint, <laughs> is, the joint is stupid, bro. It's stupid. And it's illegal.
3: Yeah, so I, I don't yeah, understand bro. that for you, bro. I don't understand that for you. So so what was your reply? Very, uh,
1: um, I got my review and I basically just was like, hey, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm in receipt of it. I've read it in full. I don't have any further comment to add. If you still wish to meet, i would be more than willing to listen to your further feedback. But as for me, I have nothing else to add. She doubled back and told me again to answer these questions. And I said again, <laughs> I have nothing else to add <laughs> in this review process <laughs> whatsoever. And then she responded back and said, Well, let's still plan to meet on Thursday um, to discuss these bullet points for a conversation that'll benefit to both of us. So I waited and I said, As I have stated twice, Via email. I have nothing else to add unless there's going to be a third party or a mediator there. I put in parentheses a board member. That's good. For That's us good. to discuss this. If that cannot be accommodated, I have nothing else to add in this process. So, Buddy accidentally just sent me an email that was meant for her to me. So, we'll see what happens on Thursday. Or oh, we'll read it. What did it say? What did the email say? You can't just put that out there and not tell us what it said. He basically just was like, yo, he are basically i could tell she reached out to him and he was like hey um he already called me this morning i'll talk to you tomorrow about what his concerns are and i'll let you know dates for available time so it seems like he's gonna be present i'm gonna have all my comments prepared <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yes i definitely edited that joint out but prepared. you know um honestly bro he might have sent that to you on purpose so he let you know that he's in the loop of things were you bcc'd on that joint Uh, No, he literally, the email was like, to keep it a buck with you, maybe I, matter of fact, hey, let me tell y'all something. If you need help with any Apple products, (coughs) Google Chrome, (laughs) your PlayStation, your Xbox, call Mail, bro. Mail, hey, Mail, Mail technically savvy.
3: He Check is. Yo, he, helps, he helps the, he helps the, the, the struggling, uh, technically savvy folks out on a regular yo,
1: basis. This cat, <laughs> This cat Lace, came to the group chat and was like, hey, how I get this video off of Twitter? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the mail was First like, all, you're not going to assassinate my character on this podcast uh, in that way. T Dot. Yes, I did. And that's how it went down. So there you have it. No, <laughs> but that's not the funny part. The funny part is, Mel
1: was like, just go to this website and put the link in there, uh, uh, Lace, and they'll give it to you. Ah, too, that's too technical.
0: That's, that's, that's too, too much. That's <laughs> too, that's much. That's too like, much. That's too much. What am I supposed to do? I said, literally, <laughs> copy and paste the link.
2: <laughs>
3: copy and paste the link. Too many steps. Too many <laughs> steps. <laughs> Th- How can you help somebody like that Too You know what you, mean, bro,
0: you just let people Too do many what they steps. do bro Oh my gosh This dude trying to figure out if he was
1: BCC <laughs> I can't really tell But that hey, male theory Makes the most sense though That you were BCC Yeah,
0: If you weren't CC'd directly And it will not sent to you directly Then you had to be BCC'd on the email Unless he just blind carbon the copy, that's what For that means. Blind
3: carbon
1: copy, okay. This is how you tell Drew who's in the to section, just me.
0: Oh, the then he it was to you. you. Why are you trying to figure <laughs> it out?
1: <laughs> but no, my thing is, but okay, so why is the email addressed to my boss and not me then?
0: Because he because probably, he made a stupid Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. It was a mistake. He your next sermon title
3: mistake. is why he's while you're already trying to figure it out. He's already worked it out, Drew. That's the <laughs> next, hey,
2: next <laughs> <of your> sermon. <laughs> while
3: you're trying to figure it out, he's already worked it out. <laughs> Lace in the book tonight. He is in the book tonight. Lace in the book Hey, tonight, Drew, bro.
1: real quick, mm-hmm. I would say I will reply back to that email. Uh, thank you for including me in on this. Just so he knows I that you received it. And also, maybe
3: correct himself if he I would did disagree. Send it to you.
0: Disagree, Troy.
3: What, what <clears throat> would you say? Nothing. I would use it in my back pocket and pull it out in my meeting on Thursday. <laughs> yeah.
1: How would you, what, what, what type of
3: leverage would that be in your meeting I'm on Thursday? I'm not sure how I received this, but this is the information that I got <laughs> earlier in the re- week prior to my um, engagement. And I would like to shed light and bring this to your attention. Whatever is stated, I don't know what the email stated, but still. <clears throat> I guess we yeah, this was different.
1: Gonna, I was going to go to Myra Moore University. I was going to hold it in my back pocket for a rainy day. Yeah,
3: always, always. Two you and a possible. Be. Always. All my spade players that, out that, there. You got to hold that.
0: You wouldn't believe how much stuff yeah. I'm holding on to, bro.
2: You talking hey, bro. about for work? You <laughs> talking <laughs> about stuff? stuff you you're would not on believe
0: work? how much stuff I'm holding on to in general, just in life. Like yeah. oh, oh, we that's that's know. people yeah. think I've forgotten stuff, and I'm holding on to it to the right time. Like we gonna be in a dangerous situation one day. We already know. I know, Troy. I'm telling you, it's it's gonna be wild. That's how deep my petty runs, bro. We gonna be somewhere random one day, taking a hike. You gonna fall off the edge of a cliff. You are gonna be holding on, waiting for me to pull you up. And I'm be like, remember when you had uh said? <laughs> remember when
1: I asked you for, and you didn't? <clears throat> this it's dude, above male. Me now. This <laughs> this dude, male, is petty spaghetti. We in a group chat. Hey. It, and and um and Drew says, hey, Melvin, some of the things you've been saying is pretty much is it's coming to fruition right now. Melvin's like he starts to quote word for word mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Drew said to him in the past about Drew correcting him about some of the <laughs> truth that he gave him Mel gave him back in the day. And I was like, "Bruh, he you are holding receipts. Oh, my God. Uh, he does. He does. He
3: does. He does. I have the memory of it. That actually leads to a great question, though. If you have, i.e., receipts or um, receipts on individuals who are showcasing behaviors that are not ideal, why would they bring you up in random conversation to others thinking that it may not get back to you? And you like, yo, I could kill this man's character. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why would you bring me up in any way, shape, form or fashion? Like, help me understand. Help me understand cuz people now you be talking thinking that
0: they got one up on you cuz you ain't said nothing about what they have been doing
3: cuz you ain't said not a thing
0: bro people I'm just cuz I stick to the code cuz I
3: stick to the code like that and, uh, that ain't my place that I stick I, my, as my grandfather would say I mind the business that pays me and if that ain't in my <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with me then I don't I, It's nothing for me to say but I just don't I, don't I don't understand it yo you 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 in deep and you bring my name up That's odd. Why? Because I could literally kill you (laughs) verbally right now. And I'm about to right now. (laughs) Thank
0: you for giving me the green light. I'm about to. Right now, <laughs> I appreciate yeah. you
1: holding the door open for me because yep. it's about to get shaky. Yeah, actually, <laughs> um the uh, with the the things that Drew has been going through at his job has encouraged me to start documenting instances that oh, go yeah, on go. At, at, at my job. And like,
3: I actually have <laughs> dates. You got I, Troy got a spreadsheet. Oh, Troy got a Excel sheet. Oh like,
2: y'all, I ain't gonna hate oh, on that. Oh I ain't gonna hate oh, on that. Yeah. I used to I keep got, a got,
0: journal of people's offenses against me, bro. I literally would <laughs> write it down on your paper.
2: So I ain't gonna handle you for that, Troy. I used to have bro. a book of woes, bro. Oh my Let god. Let me keep it a stack
1: with you. I got dates, words that were actually said, the feelings that I felt when those things were actually said. Lord have mercy. All, every, yes, sir. Cause I need cause honestly, I'm the type of person like if I don't write it down, I can easily forget because I am, I'm I'm caught up in a moment of You saw the hands? You saw the hands. You knew I was about to get personal. (laughs) For me. Hey, for me. For for all the listeners, (laughs) for me. I need you to go to Target and get you a little notebook just like this.
3: Hey, you know too like the when they walk in and, <laughs> and they got that they, they got that strap on it to keep it tight. You know I ain't just put together Drew, I got the hustle joint. I got the hustle joint. Oh, okay. That's <laughs>
0: fine. Oh, that's why okay. okay. I, I like that joint, bro. Keep A'ight. that joint.
1: I got to go back now. I'm going to tell you, you remember on August 21st of 2021? Yes, sir, <laughs> bro. At 11.31 a.m. to be exact. Yes, sir. In the a.m., 11.31 in the a.m. A.m. And I encourage you right in there. This is how I felt when I heard this.
0: Hey, do y'all yeah. think it's manly to keep a record of stuff like that?
3: For work is that... that like, it,
0: for work is I mean, definitely it's necessary, f- bro. But hey,
3: if you if you say it's manly, <laughs> hey, do your thing, bro. It's, <laughs> hey, it's your it's your reality. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm asking because I be doing hey, it. I'm hey, like, yo, my I, I in the feminine
1: bag with this joint. Hey, to, hey, I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you. Okay, <laughs> I think we need to have a more inclusive look at this. Okay, yeah. I think <clears throat> I think keeping documentation is keeping things in order, and I think having things in an orderly fashion is a masculine trait. Okay. Mm-hmm especially nowadays in the workplace man because uh things can easily lie things can easily be misconstrued for something else or whatever the case may be we literally just watched we literally just looked at the um the news broadcasting the day of a lady who said something outlandish that her son is doing at home because of something he incurred at school so like you have to keep track of things in order to make sure that you're protecting yourself and also keeping a good uh, history of what things are actually uh, going on inside the workplace because people have a tendency to uh, shape history in their own favor instead of giving the actual real.
3: That's real.
0: No argument with you there, Troy. So, look, uh, before we get sidetracked again and don't talk about what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go ahead and jump us Look, we ain't done this in like three weeks So I'm bringing it back right now So I hope Lacer Drew is ready But we bring bringing back the wild WOW segment For those who missed last mm. week and don't know we about to have what we like to call the word of the week And this is where we allow uh, Dr. or should I say Reverend Dr. Drew Mar uh, hey, To provide us with the SAT word uh, hey, Shando. To make us sound more learned amongst our unlearned community So uh, hopefully you got a word ready And I'm assuming that's going to be very aggressive since your week is already off to a rough start.
1: Mm. Coming in a Honda, leaving in a (laughs) Hyundai. I think my word is going to be uh, turpitude. Turpitude? Turpitude. Turpitude. Mm. Never heard of that Mm. one. Educate your boy. T-U-R P-I-T U-D-E Mel, you got your Google up? Nope. I wasn't even
0: gonna do it to myself this time.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just gonna sit here and receive. I'm gonna just wait. It's a lack of inte- uh it's a lack of integrity, ethics, or morals, Mr. Mm.
3: Wickedness. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Wickedness
1: to pur- they use it in a they use it in a legal pur- sense, to. you know. Yeah. <clears throat> All
0: right. I'm gonna use it in a sentence this week. Actually, I'm gonna use it as sentence before the end of the recording. I'm gonna find out.
1: If you feel like somebody has done something intentionally that has not been uh, with cooth or attacked, you could question their turpitude mm-hmm. if they did it with if they did it with uh, good intent or if they had an, um, their moral compass was invoked. Okay. So I'm gonna be like, Did you turpitude me? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I don't i don't you know should, if that is i
1: don't the think proper. that's a, the way I it's, a that. it's a you noun it's a noun Male. you should call in a, a question you should say i question your turpitude okay
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: thank you for the ammo
0: so look uh, <clears throat> i got i'm not gonna say a request but i got a a note from one of the listeners i'm not gonna say who it is uh, shout out
3: to the listeners Man, but shout out to the all fifty. Man. Oh, we still got fifty three. How many we got? Where we where we at?
0: It's like it's still right like getting the fifty range, you know. The, the weekly, In our fifty plus, fifty plus ish, the the weekly you know. views is going up on YouTube. So you know, get with us on YouTube, man. If y'all want to see our facial expressions, believe it or not, we still got a lot of people that still only do audio. Um, so shout out to y'all that's still sticking with the audio. But we are right. That's real. You know that's real saying? on YouTube, and we taking well, three out of four of us are taking a lot of time to put ourselves together and make sure that we not you know, wearing pajama tops on the record. Like that,
2: so,
3: you know, um, the turpitude you, is thick right now. It is thick.
2: <laughs>
3: you can cut the turpitude with a knife.
0: So, If you want to see faces and expressions that really take in the whole experience uh, and, and add some laughter to your day, get with us on YouTube, man, because we, we out here and Troy puts a lot of time into editing these videos. So, Let's honor troy he Jr. does
3: but we would be remiss if we don't shout out the the comments from uh the upcoming episode in hey, regards yo, to how troy, how troy i can't do it i
1: can't do it i can't do it a lot of people who have the come folks to our went support. crazy
0: the folks went crazy on that drink but it yeah, was i ain't yeah, gonna lie yeah. it was a lot of people in support of troy's uh stance on that situation and they was in agreement with him about you know Needing that full forty-five minutes, so I ain't gonna hate on Troy for that. It actually, hey, shocked look,
3: me. I'm uh, not knocking the forty-five minutes, but you know, wanting your insides cleansed thoroughly, uh, is, is, it was was a bit much for me. Um, it, you you know, knew what I meant. <laughs> you knew what I meant. My boy said, and particularly when I'm getting, I'm,
0: getting, I'm
1: getting I want my, I, want my I, re-arranged. Re-arranged. I never said rearrange. <laughs> that was lace. In his toxicity, in his menaceness, said <laughs> menaceness. Lace <laughs> was just, hella toxic. Just made a word. Lace bro.
0: was how the toxicity.
1: Like God, no, Lee we, Troy, we we know you like your buns <laughs> to get <ready. laughs> got to leave, bro. Yo, lace is that dude. Lace is that dude. That when y'all at the lunch table at school back in high school, he just be saying stuff, bro, just to get people to laugh at you, man. That's lace. That's that
0: decent.
2: is
1: lace.
3: Be a lace, be a lace of premium, <laughs> <investigators>, bro. <laughs> real- are premium that, instigators, bro. That's real rap. That's real rap, yo. Particularly when I get a call, like, yo, what's wrong with your boy Troy? <laughs> like, out <laughs> the blue, <booth. No. laughs> yo, <laughs> Troy gets to get it together. I said, hey, man. He like what he like, yo. He like what he like. He said, "I need my buns
1: rearranged." I dog. never my said that. Yams. I need I my, never, yams, smashed. I I need my yams. I and never said that. my man said, "I that. need my yams candy, bud." Which <laughs> and you and mean, I didn't <laughs> say that either. <laughs> Uh, go from
0: that to my hey. man being
2: faced down on a butt naked air mattress.
0: I yammed
1: never. Out. <laughs> First of all, raw. I won't naked. I won't naked. Okay. Raw. And if I was, you looked at me
3: being butt naked in the hey. bed. All right. uh, that air mattress. That air mattress was raw. My boy said, "Do yams come any other way? I want mine done all the way." <laughs> and thank my man, I mean my joints candy, bro.
1: Alright,
3: I'm gonna no, let y'all know right now. Any
1: other way. <laughs> <'Cause> Perhaps <laughs> ah, This whole section is being cut out. So it so ain't get all your laughs. I'm cutting it all out you gonna leave that? it. you gonna leave that? it. I'm cutting it, all, all, out.
3: it. I'm cutting it, it all out. My you only question, it, Troy. <laughs> My only question, do they come any other way? <laughs> see,
2: see, yo, how do you like your
3: yams? See, see, you know what, all the way, please. And thank you, <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, lace,
1: hey, yo, lace. I need my yams with all the fixings, Troy. All the fixings, the please. Fixings. Troy, <laughs> let me let y'all know this right now Troy. next week's, next week's, <laughs> you and
3: Melvin, bro. this is gonna be me and Melvin. That's all, right. that's it, <laughs> Troy. You and Lace got to square up, bro. <laughs>
2: you, gotta eat. you and Lace got to square up, bro. You got to shoot, <laughs> <You gotta laughs> shoot it out with Lace, bro. You got to shoot it out with Lace, bro.
3: Oh man, that's
1: literally
0: <laughs> the y'all only way to man. get like me and Lace <laughs> to be quiet. That's
1: literally the only way
0: to get like me and Lace to be quiet, bro. You just gotta <laughs> offer the fair one, bro. You gotta, you gotta put it out there. You just gotta say, "I'm ready to fight right now." <laughs>
2: I'm ready to fight right
1: now. Melvin, what are we supposed to be talking about? Yo, all right, hold on. Let me get back to it. But literally, you just gotta shoot the
3: fair one with lace, bro. Do they come any other way? That is my question. We (laughs) gotta move. We gotta move. I'm just asking a question. We (laughs) gotta move. Oh boy. Uh, 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 uh-uh-uh.
0: So before we were toxically interrupted.
2: <laughs> <I> was, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! I was saying that we got uh, not a, like a request, but a comment uh, from one of the followers, and it was basically um, saying that they would like for us to, to discuss what we were taught um, about manhood at growing up as as young men, like what we taught uh, defines a man, what a man is, etc., uh, how that has shaped us. And then uh, follow up to that was, do we still feel like what we're taught, uh, what we were, do we still feel like what we were taught is how we feel now?
2: <laughs> so basically
0: now that we've lived this thing called manhood for a while, do we still feel like what was taught to us is relevant, appropriate? Do we still agree, you know, with some of those ideals and stuff like that uh, and what that shaped like? So I'm gonna just I'm not going to go first. I'm going to open the floor. Uh, actually, so first question. Yeah, first question. What were we uh, taught as young men growing up about what a man is, how a man should be? Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. Sure, sure. Um, Just to dive in, I think that uh, components that I was taught, obviously, operate within a lens of integrity. Think about your legacy. um, Be intentional. uh, Always be detailed, oriented. uh, Think from a visionary strategic standpoint so those are all things that um, i was taught in multiple ways whether it was you know you need to do this task on a regular basis uh that test to see if you can be consistent and committed to it um always try to um again be fair consistent in what you do and like i said i'll always operate from um a lens of this is not the end you know you always at admit- matriculate through different circumstances uh different lived experiences but this is how you should uh respond and consider that so for me a lot of that has stuck i didn't agree with the methodology at times obviously growing up we all uh be like yo why, why am i doing this why am i being told this but a lot of time those life lessons hit down the line when you least expect it like they. I understand why I was told to do this and do that, et cetera. So um, brief synopsis. Yes. Uh, a lot of ways those things uh, were learned over time and applied in different ways.
1: I think the biggest thing that I learned in regards to childhood as it relates to manhood was, yo, even though I don't feel like doing it, I still got to do it. <laughs> like, that, like, it's not like it's not an option. Like, you know, my dad would be like, yo, I, you think I feel like going to work today? It was like, no, nah. <laughs> but I got to go to work. Like, y'all want to eat? Y'all want to have a house? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, manhood to me was defined by, you know, in those moments where you don't have a lot left to give or ne- using current terminology, you don't have a lot of bandwidth. You still make sure that those um, you still make sure that those necessities are taken care of, despite how you may be feeling. You know, you got to you got to bring bacon to the home. For those who may not know it, my father was not in the household. Uh, the closest, uh, male figure that lived in my household was my uncle and he himself was in high school. Um, didn't really get a lot of interaction with him. Um, did grow up with cousins. Uh, cousins taught me to be tough. Um, they, they said, Hey man, you know, but I like to laugh all the time. So I didn't really receive any of their, uh, their, 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 words. But one thing that actually, uh, stuck with me, um, when I was a, when I was a child was, uh, my great grandfather, um, uh, George Martin, no George Willie Martin senior. Uh, I want to say his whole name. He, uh, was a great man. One of the things he taught me, uh, he was a man of very few words, Um, but one of the things he did teach me, uh, just by visually, uh, in church, he was a a staple there and he was well-respected by everybody. And I've always, I always asked myself the question, how did he gain his respect? Uh, Mm. and so, um, and so I just observed him in so many ways that he did. One of the words of wisdom that he did give me was, um, he would do this, Every so often that there was something like a, a like a murder or something that happened across town uh, and it ended up in the newspaper or somebody getting arrested or things of that nature. He would pull me and my cousin to this uh, uh, in his lap and read the newspaper and say, hey, I never want to see your name in the newspaper for doing anything bad. And mm-hmm. bruh. since then, I was like, I say, say, say less. Now, granted, I did my little dirt, you know, as a teenager, but never got to the point of being uh, being in the newspaper for anything bad. And actually, I ended up being in the newspaper uh, probably about through four four mm, a bunch of times, <laughs> a bunch of times for good stuff, either with, whether it was for sports or for academics and things of that nature. So I was able to honor my uh, great grandfather in, in that way. Up.
0: So um, I would say that my my dad personally, I don't think we ever really had this is what a man is type of conversations, but I think mm-hmm. that he spent a lot of time uh, trying to make me the best version of myself or I would say uh, the best version of the man that he probably felt like he wasn't uh, early on in his, you know, what I'm saying life and stuff like that. So I would say a lot of the things that he did teach me, you know, per se about manhood, not necessarily in those words. Um, number one is that a man handles his business. My dad was always on top of me about being someone who handles your business, um, in every way, shape or form. Um, no matter what you do, do it to the fullest. You know, like he always tells me, leave it better than you found it. So Mm. handle your business in every, in every sense of the word. Uh, he also taught me to, uh, be present. You know, uh, he's always present, you know, what I'm saying for his kids and supporting them in every way. Uh, he's there for his wife, uh, for my my stepmom. He he does everything he can to be there for us. So I learned how to be, you know, present and committed from watching him. Uh, I learned how to handle my business, you know, uh, from watching him. So I, I, I joke a lot, but I don't play, you know, like when it's time to not mm. joke, I'm, I'm about mm-hmm. that business. So uh, I definitely learned <clears> that from him. And then uh, I would say the last thing is do what you say you're going to do. Um, so I used to my dad used to say no a lot when I was younger. I always remember him saying no. Someone asked him something, he say no. Or uh, my sister asked and he say no and that shocked the hell out of me. And then I always used to ask me, you know, like why are you always saying no all the time? Because he said that I only will say yes to things I know I'm gonna follow through with. If I know mm-hmm. I'm not gonna follow through mm-hmm. with it, I'm not gonna say yes. I'm not gonna say maybe or we'll see. He like always mm-hmm. let your yes be a yes, your no be a no. So I've I've kind mm-hmm. of adopted that as well where If I don't think I'm going to do it, if I ain't going to show up, if I know I'm not going to give 100 percent to it, I'm just going to say no. Um, And if I Mm. do say yes, then I'm going to give 100 percent or 120 percent to it uh, and fully commit to it. So I think those are probably the three, you know, biggest things that I learned from him, Mm -hmm. you know, just watching him uh, and. I feel like he did more showing than telling. I'll put it that way. You know, yeah. uh, just me watching. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I learned how to yeah, persevere yeah. persevere from watching him as well. Um, so, you know, obviously most of that I still agree with because I feel like the older I get, the more I'm turning into my father. Which is not Mm -hmm. a bad thing.
3: (laughs) Which you know. uh, Hey, real talk. I'm a Geico. I'm a walking Geico commercial, yo. For real, like I'd be like, yo, (laughs) like yo, I'm I'm turning into (laughs) this. this 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 I'm legit turning into for real, yo. No, so, I can I can I can agree with that, Mel, because one thing that my pops used to do a couple things. We would always me and my brother would always go to school late on Friday because he would take us to the barbershop, then we would go have breakfast, and that was kind of our time for man talk and that kind of thing. Um But also another thing that he taught me was keep your circle. Like yay big Like my pop circle Is like this big And I understand that now For a reason Because people who Quote unquote Need a lot of friends And all that They they just all over the place From what I've experienced You know what I mean Those people They don't really stand firm On a lot of things They they aren't anchored In what they believe in Because they Taking in Information from all Other sources You should do this You should do that Nah I'm gonna do What, what I need to do for me So I think that That's one thing That I, I've learned That has stuck with me um, Over time Because I tell cats All the time My circle is like legit that meme or the uh, the emoji like my drone is like this big for a reason mm-hmm. so yeah
1: so curious hey. uh because y'all know y'all know that the words of wisdom that i've that our pops and our, our you know they gave us back in the day it didn't really set in immediately when did you know like oh pops was right or like that was good information that he gave me
3: Hey, you deal with uh, you deal with one one white person in the business in the, in the business organization and you like, yo, he was on something. Uh, People are
2: crazy.
1: was on bro. Or something. But, was hey, on let some. me. Um, yo, Mel says something I definitely got to touch on. So I'm gonna hit three points real quick. I uh, first of all, I'm definitely turning into uh, Terry Moore. Cause I went into the uh, Kroger the other day and I saw the price of eggs and I said, this is absolutely, <laughs> this, I don't want no eggs.
3: I guess I'm not eating <laughs> eggs this week.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not gonna, no egg sandwiches for me. dollars. I'm going
3: to go buy me, I'm going to go buy me a chicken at the fresh market. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have my own eggs. Did you know that? Did you know that? No. What?
1: what? what?
0: That grapes are $10. Oh, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. What? What? Nigga, grapes, ridiculous. Are 10, grapes are $10 now
3: Grapes are two hey.
0: gallons of gas, bro. <laughs> so you take hey, your. I'm pick. like, I don't even want the grapes <laughs> <no more." laughs> And this ain't even that. No. Freaking, uh, fresh Mart. The freaking Freshmart, where all the white folks be going to. What's the uh, wholesome whole, whole, and foods? And yeah. whole Foods, yeah.
3: Yeah. Market. Whole food yeah, grapes. These talking is, about man. some some cotton candy grapes. <laughs> cotton nah, candy grapes, we ten eat, We eating regular grapes, right? And the seeds in them. I want, season I want season the seeds <laughs> in I know you
1: need it, Joe Biden. You need a new campaign manager for 2024. How let you do it? Because I'm gonna get you back in the White House, but. <laughs> now said something. As I have, um, as I have, like developed, I used to feel like this uh, insatiable need to say yes to everything because I felt like as a man. Oh if I no. Like you know what I'm saying. But now my favorite word
3: in the English vernacular is no. Hey, bro! I'll take it a step further. I ask people, do y'all want me to say it in Spanish? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: German Niete. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He said, no. That's
1: one of my favorite words, bro. No. I'm telling you. I ain't going to say his name on the podcast, but Mel's son, I'll never forget, bro. I can't even remember what that joint was. Somebody asked him a question. My man said,
2: nope.
1: (laughs) 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 Hey, bro. He said that joint again, too. They were like, huh? He said, Nope.
3: Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you got to learn to say no. That That is you a gotta life lesson. You
0: got no. to
1: learn to say no. Say no, bro. Tall. I'm telling you. Hey, real nah. quick. So this, ask the follow Thank you, uh, Drew, for saying that. So learning what you learned from your father, what are you teaching your sons now or your kids uh, now? So, Troy, to go to your point about when that I got it and, and like the kids that I work with now. um, Yo, man, my pops used to tell me all the time, bro, I was in such a rush to be grown. Like I wasn't like mm-hmm, a ridiculous yeah, rush to be yeah, grown. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: needed a car. I needed my own spot, this, that, and the third. And I'll never forget. It was literally, <laughs> yo, it's wild. Cause I saw a mail the next day. I was right out of undergrad. I had moved into my own spot. And I remember having like to conceptualize, I had to pay a deposit for my electric bill. And I was like, dog, I gotta do what <laughs> to have lights? Like I got A deposit for lights for, for lights,
3: for lights.
1: And it just clicked to me when my pops was like, "Yo, take your time." And said so that telling "Take your time,
3: my... young man. Don't you <laughs> rush to young, get young old." Man. <laughs> mama <laughs> used to say I'm like,
1: "Don't you rush I'm to get like, old." Real hey, I told them two old of my kids be today. on it, man. They be on it, bro. I told two of my kids today, he was like, "Man, I'm trying to get to this bag." I'm like, "Yeah, bro. You 15 and you 16, bro. Just chill, bro." Like you
0: good bro? just, just, like, chill, just relax bro. be
3: kids chill. man be a kid be yo real talk uh troy
0: to answer your first question uh i think what re- when it really hit me that my dad was on to something was i think after i got out here in the world and tried to do it my own way thinking mm. that he was crazy you know it fell on my face quite a bit and then you know realizing that what he was telling me the whole time was what i really needed in order to be you know what i'm saying successful mm-hmm. out here um because i'll just be you know transparent and honest when i was younger uh my dad got on my everlasting nerves like i didn't like my dad at all like i was fortunate to have a dad but i didn't like my dad at all you know i always felt like he was always trying to make me somebody else. He like never would let me be me. Like everything about me was always wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like every time mm-hmm. I do something, he has something to say. Or, you know, every time I did something <laughs> way that he would, you know, he wouldn't do it. You know, he'd have something to say. And I'd be like, dang, I can't never do it. I
3: know Melvis Pop I know Melvin's uh, Pop was like, This narrow headed ass <laughs> <is> don't <dope>, listen,
2: <laughs> And that's exactly
3: what he used to say, bro.
2: That's exactly what he used to say. I did oh. not listen though. <laughs>
0: I did not listen. I've been like this my whole life. People be like, why are you like that? I cannot tell you why I'm like this, bro. I've been like this my whole life. And I know I gave my dad problems because I just wanted to do, I wanted to do what I wanted to do, bro. He was trying to tell nah, me. That's and I'd, be like, that's I'd be like, nah, bro. And most of, my, like, most of my teenage years and stuff, ask anybody. I was on punishment most of the time. Uh, I was getting in the cut before I knew what the cut was, bro. Right. You know what I'm I saying? Like old, you know, old it. school, you know, type stuff. And, uh, Nah, he was he was trying to get me right and I used to I couldn't stand it, bro. My all my my friends who didn't have dads or whatever would come by my crib and my dad be like parenting them and stuff like that and they would be like, "Man, your dad's oh, yeah, cool." Oh yeah, yeah, that's real. They be like, mm-hmm. Man, "Your dad cool, your dad cool." And I be like, "I know you're not talking about the stairs because <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that, I know you're not
3: talking about him. Because, hey, hey that's real yo that's real.
0: And uh, honestly like for, the, for a long time and I think even when I like moved out the house I was trying so hard not to be him like I was trying so mm-hmm. hard not to be like mm-hmm. him because he didn't look like nothing that I personally thought was cool or where I saw myself or anything like that and you know it wasn't until I think me and him after we had our little falling out or whatever, had a real conversation and he just sat down and told me, you know what I'm saying, straight to my face, like, I put everything I had into you. You know, like, Mm -hmm. he like, I gave you everything I could, you know, when you were a kid. I did the best I could to try to raise you to be different than me and to give you all the stuff that you should have for survival and to help you out here. You know what I'm saying? When you need to do stuff on your own or whatever like that. He was like, so it wasn't like he didn't like who I was or he was trying to change me. He was trying to prepare me for you know what I'm saying, this sure. thing called life or whatever. So I think yeah, it wasn't yeah, until yeah, that yeah. point where I realized, all right, this, you know what I'm saying, he, he owned something, you know, and that, you know, kind of freed me up to where I could actually start listening to him more about what I should and should not be doing and all this other type of stuff. And, you know, knowing what I know now, I'm definitely appreciative because I feel like all the stuff that he gave me, gave me the, you know, grit and passion and determination that I have now where I see other people, you know, like I'd be telling y'all and I'd be like, you know, people not built for nothing no more. So because oh, no, I have yeah, that, absolutely. you know, what I'm saying I had that drive and all these other type of things. It makes it a little bit easier for me to get through stuff that most other people would struggle with. You know, so mm-hmm. Drew always get on me like, "Oh, well, you need to show more compassion to other people." And you know, it's hard for me to conceptualize because I've, to me, it seems easy. It's just like you should be able to deal with that. Like I don't know why you're struggling. You know, no, that's true. That, that's true. You know, I had a different teaching than you know maybe they did, and I had to go through some stuff that they you know didn't. But you know, I attribute that to him. So I feel like I, I try to do the same thing for Miles now, you know, um, of course, I don't get it all all the way right. And, you know, he's a different, different kid than I was where I wasn't really sensitive, you know, at all. And my son is very sensitive and in tune with his feelings. And uh, he one of his love languages. I, I know love languages now, so I kind of picked them out of my children. Miles' love, main love language is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to parent him because. Y'all know how careless I can be with words at times where I just say whatever comes to mind or, I, you know, stuff comes out my mouth before I even know I'm saying it. And it affects him differently. So he mm-hmm. holds on to my words a lot harder than, you know, uh, I even anticipate or remember. So now I'm trying to be more conscious of how I speak to him, and how I talk to him, you know, so that I compare him because it ain't let me tell you right now, for those who don't have kids and those who have kids is listening. It ain't no book. Like there's books, but there ain't no book. Like <laughs> they, no got book parent, nah, nah, they got all nah, these parenting, they got all these parenting books out here, but it ain't no book for this for this thing that we doing right you shooting
3: now. You shoot from the hip. Every day is a new <clears throat> a new day. Every day you, you never know. know what you may encounter with these kids for real.
0: So I try to I try to teach them all the same stuff now, um, and really trying to give them the stuff that I don't have. You know, if I'm being honest with you, Troy. Uh, so I appreciate you know that he is sensitive and he can be in tune with his feelings and be kind and you know helpful and nice and all those things that I traditionally. You know struggle with and i had to had to learn how to become and still trying to learn how to become now so i try to give him everything i have and then also try to cultivate some things that i didn't necessarily have so that i feel like he's better better than me
3: yeah. well the thing is too I, I don't think that it's more so um a lack of kindness etc we just exhibit it differently um because now as you mentioned kids and a lot of adults, uh, they wear their emotions on their sleeve, whereas some cats in the way that I was raised, it was like, yo... The show goes on like it's somebody else going through a lot worse than what you may be dealing with. So and I think that's something that I've applied in multiple aspects of life. But sometimes in encountering people, you have to slow down and be like, look, their experience is not my experience. And I have to be considerate of that. But this is still the fact. And this is still what we need to do to move forward um, collectively. But a lot of times uh, I have to take a step back. Like, look, yes, I was raised a certain way, but everybody ain't ain't built like that. You know, I mean, everybody's definitely not built like that. Yeah.
1: Yo, I would definitely say, <clears throat> and Mel brings up a good point. I definitely think like there's a lot of uh of ageism. Cause you know, as mm-hmm. men, we kind of had a tendency to talk about, you know, these young boys and be like, yo, man, like they soft, this, that, and the third. And you know,
3: now these niggas n- is just crazy. N- these young n- is just crazy.
1: That too, but I would say this, you know, like I remember it was a couple of weeks ago. I went to the school um to kind of do a check-in on one of my employees. And uh, he had a, a, a young boy in the office, so it was me, uh, you know, dude works for, you know, the nonprofit I work for, and the principal and the student. And I said, yo, you know, I said his name. I said, yo, you good? He said, I'm going to be honest with you. He said, y'all feel a little bit uncomfortable. And I said, like, yo, why do you feel uncomfortable? He said, it's three of y'all, and it's just me. He said, you mm. feel like that's fair? He's like, you feel like that that would make you feel comfortable? And I'm like, yo, bro, if I was 15, would I have had the the – the wherewithal or the self-regard like Miles has, you know, like you, like he very in tune with his feelings, to be able to verbalize something like that. So, while these young cats is crazy, I also think that they're going to be better off than all of us, because, you know, they're able to, you know, verbalize, like, yo, I feel uncomfortable in this moment right now, because, you know what I'm saying, it's all of y'all, and I feel outmatched, so...
2: Mm-hmm. I really
0: feel like the kids is getting weaker. So I ain't gonna lie to you. I like I do like cultivating the fact that Miles is in tune with his feelings, but I try to push him away from living in them too much. You know what I'm saying? Because uh especially as a man, like as he gets older and he starts having to deal with real life stuff, he ain't gonna be able to live in them feelings and be able to mm-hmm. function mm-hmm. and operate and all that. He's gonna have to learn how to sit in them for a little while and then pick up from that and move on to something else. Show so goes to, on. Yeah, the show goes like, on. I definitely try to, to teach them that it's okay to have the feelings. Let's address them for a little while. Pick up from it and move on because, you know, when you're a husband and a father and all these other type of stuff, you ain't going to have time to sit around and cry every time something goes wrong or something come up. and You wallowing in your feelings Facts. and you got people depending on you and stuff like that. You're going to have to learn how to put on your belt, put on your shoes, get in that box. You know what I'm saying? And persevere and do what you got to do to handle what you got to handle. Uh, and I think that people... Often forget that a lot of times when we're pushing so much that it's OK for people to have feelings and, you know, crying and all that type of stuff. And I'm, and I'm not against it. Do whatever you need to do to be healed. But also remember that if you're going to be out here in this thing called manhood, remember, that's only going to be able to take you so far. And eventually you just going to have to accept that there are some hard things that you that you just gonna have to do. And you got to put your little pride to the side. Tears ain't gonna cut it. And you Mm -hmm. have to find a way to get through whatever it is that you
3: got to get get it done. On to the next play. Got to get on to the next play, yo.
1: I definitely think there's a balance, and like Mel said, I tell my kids now, like yo, honor and acknowledge like what you feel in the moment, but you just can't live there. Like you know, what I'm saying, like you just can't can't set up shop. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like a hotel. You want to stay there for a day or two, that's cool. But you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta get up and move and honor that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever impacted you, impacted you. Now of course, you know, there's different levels of, of offenses or traumas, you know, but like, you know, uh-huh. depending on the situation, you gotta, you gotta keep moving. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You just can't stay stuck.
3: To this day I tell people, man, this ain't no extended stay. <laughs> so no you me, can right? feel how you want to feel, but this ain't the next day. So real talk. You gotta uh, you can acknowledge it however you need however you see fit if you need to take some time to process, you know, unpack it, if you will. But hey, like I said, you gotta move forward. got time waits for nobody. Real talk. Hey,
1: I love saying that joint in conversations. Let's unpack that.
3: Let's
2: unpack yeah. it. Troy,
0: yeah. <clears throat> I got this, I got this <clears throat> question for you, and I think this is going to open the box, and it might take us another 20, 30 minutes in the podcast. Let's do, let I'm me refresh to... my
3: drink real quick, then, since we about to dive in. Hold <laughs> that. I'll be right back. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. Hold that.
1: Lace. Make sure what, you got a charger, too. Yes, like He been doing pretty good. He been doing pretty good uh past couple weeks. He's been doing all right. Yo, know, sometimes Troy's Martinsville accent comes out. That's oh, kind of funny. Yeah, bro. i be I'm trying a, my best to hide it.
2: You, you know why? Because
1: I'm, I'm, I'm in here with you. <laughs> I'm in <laughs> here with you, Drew. And so I hear yeah. it. And so it's, I'm just regurgitating. And I feel yeah, comfortable. Yeah. I, I feel comfortable around y'all. Whenever I'm around people, I feel comfortable around your boy comes out. Hey, but I'm going to keep it a buckle, y'all, to the listeners. We're not about to do another 2030 because your boy is tired I'm about to put my cap hey. on, and then I'm going go buy my business. This, this, <laughs> no, I promise you, bro. I promise you. This question I'm about to ask Troy is definitely gonna
0: have us at least do another 20 minutes. I can feel it,
1: bro. Uh, I got a feeling we about what to up, go.
0: Yeah. Now I can feel All right, it, I'm f- I'm refreshed. Let's get it. Now, now that lays back. I hope you got your charges. Um,
2: <laughs> I do actually. I so do actually. Let's look so lay's
0: being prepared. Um. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Drew late trying to tell us What we need to be wrapping up We would have been wrapped was, up If you was on time
1: I know We was
0: 20 minutes late Because of you Talking about we, he I'm gotta, tired
3: <laughs> He got to go uh, re- respond to all his uh, gospel groupies that's reaching out about his sermon. So he trying to. <laughs> 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 he
1: got to respond to the hey, gospel groupies. Hey, let me tell you all. There's no such <laughs> things. Do not listen. Oh, to yes, me. there He's, is. What's yes talk, I'm talking yes, about there. for me. I'm talking about for me. For oh, me, bro.
0: Troy, this is a question for you, and I'm I, I got a follow up maybe question slash statement to it after you answer this and i'm asking you sure. because you're the one with the experience uh, as someone whose father was not in their life okay. how difficult was it for you to navigate uh manhood how difficult was it for you to you mm, know good sit question. down and receive you know like What a man is, how a man should be, you know, like you're a man of very high integrity now, you know, in terms of how you live your life and how you treat your family and respect for your wife and stuff like that. How did you get to Mm -hmm. that point without necessarily having an example, you know what I'm saying, in the house to show you, like, this is how you're supposed to act or this is how you're supposed to treat your wife, et cetera?
1: Yeah, man, Uh, that's a really good question. Actually. Not having a father in the household, and I've said this: if anybody has, uh, go back and watch uh, uh, "I'm Black, Y'all." I'm Blackity, Black, Black. That that one episode, and we talked about like our favorite TV shows. And one of my favorite TV shows that I mentioned was the Cosby Show. And so uh, the reason why I love Whoa. the Cosby Show, <laughs> I love the Cosby Cosby Show back in the day because um, uh, Cl- uh, uh, Cliff Huxtable was my father. He was the father that I've I, I always wanted, I never had. I loved his mm. interaction with Theo. Um, my favorite episode is the Monopoly money episode where he gave Theo like $2,000 and they walked through like how he would manage his money and stuff like that. It was it's such a good episode. Anyway, um, so I craved it. I craved it. And anytime that, um, that a father figure would show interest into me, like I I I gravitated towards it. Uh case in point, uh, uh coach Bobby Dalton. He uh which is um actually uh Scotty Dalton's cousin uh, Drew. uh first mm-hmm. cousin I believe. Um he he took me under his wing uh when I was in, in high school, he laid me out he told me uh, he, he told me the truth. Uh, he also encouraged me. He didn't hold anything back. And so, like, I, I really appreciated that. When I got to college, I had a football coach who was very, very, like, difficult towards me. And he was like that on purpose because he saw the potential in me and he wanted to uh, force it. Uh, He wanted to uh, pull the potential out so I can actually, you know, demonstrate myself to be, you know. And he he taught me a whole bunch of things. It wasn't the best relationship, but I, I, I appreciate it. Um, and so, uh, there there were times, man, in my life where I just I deeply desire I deeply desired it. I will say the difficult time that I did have with having a father figure in my life was when my mother was uh, married my step stepfather. Uh, initially, And here's the reason why because it was just me and my mom, and I'm mm-hmm. the man of the house. I didn't I not not even realizing this, but when I was at old when I was at young. You know, I was the man of a house and here's another man coming in and I'm no longer the uh, 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 I'm not no longer in control of my territory, at least in mm-hmm. what I mm-hmm. thought I was. Mm-hmm. And so now mm-hmm. I got to share my space with this other man. And so initially I was um, I pushed back. But eventually, man, he just showed love in a way that I'd never seen before. Like he was he was uh, uh, quiet. Um, he would man a few words, but he. Uh, showed affection uh through you know like gifts and that's one of my you know love languages so you know he i don't even think he knew that but so yeah that was uh and so after i saw that he was friendly i accepted him and then when him and my mother divorced i was kind of lost again and i actually kind of lost this connection with my mother because of that too so um so yeah that was my uh let me let me
3: let me let me ask you this, though, Troy, like, do you think that was a lot of pressure added to you to, quote unquote, be because I know a lot of um, single mothers, et cetera, you know, be like, tell kids that, oh, you the man of the house. Well, how are you the man of the house when you were a 10 year old <laughs> trying to learn long division? <laughs> you <don't know. laughs> like, how are you the man of the house? So, was that a lot of added? Pressure unbeknownst to you at the time, and it hit later when you saw a grown man coming into the space, or like what was that like? Sure, man. Hey, so mom never
1: flat out told me that I was the man of the house. What made made me uh, become the man of the house, quote unquote, per se, was the fact that I held down the domain during the day because my mother worked at night. So if she's working at night, when she comes home, she's asleep. So I'm opening the ravioli, putting it in the microwave, you know what I'm saying? Drinking all the juice and all that type of stuff. Like, I'm taking care of it. Shout out to Chef
3: Boy RD, yo. Y'all sponsor us because I know Troy was eating them (laughs) them ravioli. (laughs) ravioli.
1: (laughs) He He
2: kept your boy alive, bro. Boy, I actually prefer the hey. SpaghettiOs, but go ahead, Troy. SpaghettiOs with, with the, the one ball? meatball? No, back in the day. That's <laughs> <a mystery>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. All of us weren't fortunate enough like you, Lace, to have
3: Friday brunch no with cap, our fathers you know, before school. Time out. Time out. Time out. First of all, I'm sorry, normally made. The, the, first of all, the breakfast was normally country cooking or McDonald's. So let's not know I ain't I ain't go cap like we was going to full blown, you know, what I mean, situations. But at the end of the day, nah. hey, I ain't knocking you for enjoying the one meatball, bro. Yeah, man. So that was my that was my interpretation. My mother never actually put
1: that on me. But when I got to high school, I ended up being the own, the, the person who governed my own agency. Um, and mm. here's the reason why I got in trouble the times that I did. But at the same time, I also managed myself as far as academics school wise, um, and sports and, uh, involvement in organizations and things of that nature. So, uh, so yeah, man. Yeah.
3: Now, I dig it. I dig it. I, I, that leads. I have a a, a different question, um, but well, I'll ask that on. later
1: in the party. Yeah. Melvin said he had a follow up to the r- original question. I'm not sure if you still yeah, it wasn't got
0: it. A, well, it's not necessarily a follow up question. I was going to say the reason why I asked that is because, you know, seeing the man that you turned out to be in spite of uh, not having a consistent, you know, what I'm saying father figure or a living example um, to me just reminds me of how people. I would say always try to give men allowance for being mediocre, uh, mm. in manhood mm-hmm. or less than because hey, that's they didn't, good. That's they good. not necessarily have an example. You know how mm-hmm. people always say, "Well, I didn't have an example. I didn't have nobody to show me, and I didn't have no There's plenty of you examples. Know, that, there, you know yeah, this yeah, mm-hmm. or whatever." And then we always give people allowance for that. Like that's always an ex- for some reason acceptable excuse. Well, he didn't have his daddy, so that's why mm-hmm. he, you know. And I always think of. Not just you because, you know what I'm saying, you're not necessarily a unicorn because there are other men, you know, like you who didn't have a father figure who decided that I'm not going to be the type of man that he was, you know. And it always Mm -hmm. came down necessarily Mm -hmm. to a decision and not necessarily because they had an example. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like uh, a lot of men always act like they can't parent their kids because they didn't have nobody to parent them or show them how to. That's a cop out. No, I agree with that. You know, whatever. So I, I just, you know, that's that's why I say it because. I personally just get tired of hearing that. I get tired of hearing it. I feel like it's an excuse, but there are some people who will argue that it's not an excuse, you know, and they Mm -hmm, have all these data points, whatever. And I would give plenty of reasons for why I believe that it is, you know, I'm saying is an excuse. And, you know, whether you had a father figure, you know, I'm saying or not, ultimately, you know, what we do as men comes down to making a decision. You know, we didn't always have somebody to show us how to do something, but we figured it out anyway. You know, what I'm saying, won't well, mm-hmm. nobody sitting mm-hmm. there trying to show showing us how to, you know, pull our pants down and put on a condom or whatever? But we figured it out because we wanted them cheeks that bad or whatever we wanted <laughs> to hey. out way to get. It. You bro, know what I'm you had
1: like, a you mm-hmm. had a very good like wholesome hey. moment, and then you but just rented it. Come on, bro. I'm
0: being real, bro. Like I, that's whenever we want something, we figure out a way to do it, and ain't nobody sitting around showing us. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. how to do whatever it is that we want to do. If you want it bad enough, you will figure you know it out. out. So, you know, there are a lot of guys who grew up without a dad. Lace
1: just gave me PTSD when I was trying to find the money for my alpha application. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, <laughs> what, the, what did I say, bro? Hey, bro you'll you'll find figure it out,
3: you hey, will find ret- a way. If you gotta rob a bank, you will find a way, bro. I'll <laughs> <and> figure <laughs> it out.
2: <laughs>
1: You're going to figure it out, bro. is <laughs> a menace to society, bro.
3: So I just- But, I just, yeah, but guess what? You that. figured it out, did you not? You figured it I out. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you figured it out. No,
1: but on, on, on some real stuff, Mel, like, honestly, a lot of the stuff that I ended up, like, uh, you know, like going to college and all that type of stuff- like that was stuff I had to figure out. You know, my uncle, mm-hmm. thankfully, he came alongside with me um when I went on my college trips and stuff like that. And just to help he, me was nap- a 12th and he was
3: in the twelfth grade and you was in tenth grade. Like what was the I'm
2: legit asking, bro.
3: I'm legit asking. No. No, no, no. That uncle, that you're, to,
1: that, oh, uncle okay. that you're referring to, that uncle that you're referring to was actually in elementary school at that
3: time. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The uncle that took me (laughs) was my older (laughs) uncle. Oh, my bad. I was not trying to be I was not trying to be toxic. Golly. you a mess. I was not trying to be t- yes, you <laughs> yes,
1: you were. Yes, you were. I was legit asking. I was not You legit started laughing as you were asking the question, like.
2: Lace. <laughs>
3: Honestly, I was, I, I was asking for real, yeah. I was you asking for real. My know. bad. My no, bad. You were not.
2: Right,
1: not. No, you were not. He was not. He I did, forgot what I was is, even going to say, man. Hey, no, look, I don't look, look, bro. Look, bro. Look, bro. Look, Lace is hazardous waste at this point, bro. I right, hey, bro. You know when you go to the doctor's office and there's that bin of used needles, bro? That's lace, bro. You could not go So for everybody who's wondering... I do have oh, an uncle he, uh, who is younger than me. He actually, his birthday was last weekend. He turned
3: 25. It's the
0: blackest That's... thing I've ever heard, Troy, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> I'm 38.
1: <laughs>
3: so that, that gives you yo. a little reference. When I was working in Virginia at an institution in Virginia, I remember Troy hitting me up like, yo, I'm coming up there to move my uncle in. <laughs> I'm like, yo, stop, <laughs> 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 you know, like you moving your uncle into a dorm room where I, I work. Like, stop it, bro. Stop. I really That's was. Blackest like, <laughs> thing I've ever heard. From the <laughs> and
1: honestly, okay, so you know, you, I don't have, I don't have children. For you know, for people who don't know, I don't have children. I, I, Yet. I low key adopted my uncle. This it sounds so weird. I low key adopted my little uncle. To being as that, Bro, cut it out,
3: man! You cannot be talking Listen, about- <laughs> listen, listen,
1: listen. I'm trying to be serious.
3: All right, yo, seriously, I'm trying man. to be
1: serious. So when we were talking about when you know I asked y'all the questions, what are y'all telling y'all's children and stuff like that? And you now, in for for a moment, I felt some type of way because I'm like, man, I don't I don't have any kids. But he he was he's a younger person. He's 13 years younger than me. And he allowed me to, like, pour into his life and things of that nature. And it, it was, you know, I, I I don't feel as though I got as much time as I would like to to, to share with him and, and impact his life. But a few of the things that I have tried to encourage him to do is to make sure that he is aiming for goals, that he has, has goals, and that he's meeting mm-hmm. those said goals and things of that nature. So, yeah, man, I feel that. thank you I feel for that. turning a wholesome moment. Into a... I was
3: honestly asking. Into the comedy show. (laughs) I was honestly asking. I was not trying to be funny. I was not trying to be toxic. I was legit asking the question, but that does go to a a solid point because a lot of times you don't really see the impact of what you've done in someone's life until later down the line. I mean, I have students now that still reach out to me like, yo, what you told me in undergrad, I'm really applying that to applying to grad school. I'm pursuing my doctorate, all Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. Like, so you, you, a lot of times the impact and one thing that, um, our frat brother, um, Dr. Anderson always told me, um, when I got into this realm of work is that a lot of times you won't even see the end result, but the impact you have in the moment goes a long way. Yeah, um, so yeah. that's something that always um, stuck with me in regards to that. So we can all learn from um, a multitude of individuals in our lives, regardless of the capacity, whether that's a father, stepfather, uh, mentor, friend, whatever the case you have. Because uh, you mentioned um coaches, Troy, same thing. I mean, a lot of coaches like you like, yo, why he so, why he like that? Why he goes so hard? But again, it is truly um, to build you up in ways that you can be used down the line, not in between the lines on a field or a court or whatever the case may be. So I, I, I rock with that. I rock yeah. with
1: that. Lace, you said you had a question. I was
3: going uh, to bring that up. Yeah. No, no. I was going to ask just from you all's perspective because. Um, how did, and particularly Troy, um, you, since, um, you grew up in a household that you grew up in and the way that you grew up, um, et cetera, do you think that, and I don't know if your mother may have done this, did she overcompensate in ways, um, on your behalf because you didn't have your father in the household? Um, because I'm experiencing some of that now with, um, individuals who, you know, well, I don't want him. A single mother, you know, saying I don't want him to ha- miss out on life experiences. Well, if you front in the bag for life experiences and he doesn't meet the mark, who is to blame for that? You feel me? Like um, just kind of a, a roundabout um, example. Like, was that something that you experienced where there was some overcompensation in areas? Sure. So
1: uh, really quick. um, because my mother, because I was in a uh, single, single parent household, my mother ended up being the provider and the protector. Right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. because she was the provider and protector, I didn't really get the nurture portion gotcha. of my mother. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, now, I will say this. She made sure that your boy was involved. You know, what I'm saying I mm-hmm. was playing baseball, I was playing football, I was playing basketball. Like I was, I was always involved in something. I was in summer camps and stuff like that. So she did a gr- good job as far as like getting me involved in stuff like that. But because she had to exert so much energy into the things of providing and protecting and uh, you know giving shelter and things of that nature, you know, her energy was spent during that. And so you know, when it came to the nurturing part, I more so got the Uh, the stereotypical of you should know this. Get your stuff together, type of you know what I'm saying. Type of um, uh, type of response.
3: Mm Got you.
0: I feel it. I feel it. So do y'all still agree with the teachings and stuff that y'all received as children about what a man is and how a man should be and stuff like that? And taking into account today's society. Mm -hmm
1: i keep it a buck with you. I feel like my folks set me up for failure, especially my dad. Mm. I think my dad did the best that he could. Uh, but I think that the man he raised me to be is not appreciated or valued in this current society. And mm. so, um, mm. you know, he uh, because, you know, being a man is an ever evolving practice. You know, the bars always move for us every generation. And so I think, you know, he set me up for the future because he knew what the requirements would be to be quote unquote a good man. But, you know, who I am to be and what I feel like a the role of a man in a household or even in a relationship, it is uh is deemed as antiquated or arcade. Hmm. Hey bro, I'll agree with if you I agree if, an if extent, I extent, but I'll let if, Troy go first. If I can, I encourage you, brother. You may not be appreciated right now by who you want to be appreciated, but somebody will appreciate you. And you are amongst friends, although we're we're platonic and we're all, you know, the uh, in, in nature as far as friendship. But if you're talking about, uh, you know, intimate relationship, there's somebody out there, bro. I mean, honestly, just the interactions like, you know, like overall, like for example, like even at work, you know, I tried my best to recognize this, you know, we have a van that we carry a bunch of different clients in. And I recognize that sometimes people leave the lights on. So you got this huge uh, van So I went to Amazon, you know, use agency funds to buy one of those uh, big battery packs, like by NoCo. And um, I was like, yo, I said, yo, if anybody needs to know how to use this or how to properly jump the van off if case it goes dead, let me know. And the response was, oh, so you think you a man, you know everything about jumping a car off and we couldn't figure it out. And I was like- Sit on the side of the road then.
2: Right, (laughs) sit on the side of the road.
1: I don't care what you do, sit on the side of the road. (laughs) <laughs> See you when yeah. you get back Enjoy Hey For the listeners If you have a staff retreat Get uh, get my man Mel To speak to your company that's real. Drew, no, that's, real. Drew, no, that's real Drew straight up though I, I think that, that may be That may be a reflection Of who was in their household The fact that that's you true. actually The fact that you actually Took lead And you showed them, you tried to show them something that's going to help them. It might be because they're not used to having a man in the household to be able to demonstrate those type of things. And how do you respond?
0: There we go. go Giving people allowance. Man went in the household. So now I can't accept nice gestures from people because I didn't I didn't see a man do nice gestures for me. If people do nice things for you you should have the decent courtesy a common courtesy to be able to just accept that someone's doing something kind Just say okay thank, you, say thank you, is, you it's not that hard like that. It ain't, you, I ain't I ain't got to have a daddy in my life to know that this is a good deed that somebody <laughs> did <does> for me <you. laughs> Right right, bro. right I think that's, that's I'm just saying we doing it again we are giving people allowance for stuff that should be look, basic Look, ain't nail. I'm not giving allowance on the, no side of the road and yeah, all
2: yeah
1: I said, we're going to have kids at King's Dominion and the van going to cut off. I'm trying to make sure the
3: cats... Fine with me. Character building. (laughs) Listen, Mel. I am... (laughs) Hey, hey, Drew, tell me. To potential (laughs) hires To potential
1: hires, bro. I ain't got nothing to do with tech. Hey, Drew, tell
3: them to hit the Tinto Express. Y'all
2: don't want to learn how (laughs) to do it. Hit the Tinto Express.
3: Mel, I am
1: not (laughs) trying to give them a scapegoat or anything like that. I'm just trying to encourage my brother... And, and helping him to manage going through that because the only thing that I can have impact on is him. I don't have impact on them. So I have impact on well, him. I, I, th-
3: I think to Drew's point, he did what he needed to do. How somebody receives that, that is on them. So at the end of the day, he did what he was supposed to do as a quote unquote man. And he has made provision for them. If they don't want to learn or they don't, if they got it. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? That's that's what it is. But I tell you what, let one of them tires go out. They're going to be calling you first thing. Hey, you know how to change a tire <laughs> on a 15 exactly. passenger? Come on, I don't. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't. On a fifteen passy. Hey, no, nah, this is what you, bro. this is what you tell him.
0: This is what you tell him, Drew. Tell him to use one of them gift twenty five dollar gift cards from out their purse. Wow. Right. To call, to call AAA to get out there, Triple- and change that twenty five dollars. <laughs> change
3: that tire. Use one of them twenty five dollar right. gift cards. Sometimes and, and, and that leads to another question. Sometimes, and to Mel's point earlier, sometimes people have to learn from their own experience. So Melvin had an individual, just like I had an individual in the house that was willing to show me the way. Now, whether I adhered to that, that was on me. So you choose your own journey. You got the 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 starter pack, the battery kickoff kit, and if you don't want to learn <laughs> how to eat, that's on you. That's on you. <laughs>
1: Hey man, he don't let this something. world Don't let this world corrupt you, Drew Don't he, he, I, Regardless of how they respond Don't let this world corrupt you, bro I'm not gonna lie, bro I'm getting close to going to NBU uh, uh, Mel B University, bro because You need to, bro I,
0: Ain't nothing but freedom I, and favor
1: I, on this side of- Hey, bro, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, bro It was years ago, bro I had no beard And I had I had a boozy fade, bro And Mel took me to the side He said, look, bro, I know you a kind-hearted country bumpkin gentlemen <laughs> but you're gonna have to get a little bit of savage in your system to make it out here bro you're gonna have to it's pay. only right
3: it's only right
1: um can we please get a photo of that uh bootsy,
3: bootsy face
1: please? yes please hey, he had that drink that's high and tight gonna, bro he's I had know that drink you got high it.
3: and tight high and extra tight matter of fact he would tell the barber that's not high enough i need <laughs> you to take my fade high here. and tight
1: <laughs> hey if Mel gave me the photo, it is displayed right now. You will see it. Um, my man Drew.
3: No, we need to find that photo of Drew with that three button suit, that three button Easter suit, three piece Easter suit that he showed up in. Complete, with, my shoulder was we'll we'll Complete with shoulder pads. That's what let you progress. Complete with shoulder oh. pads. I said, Mel, who the hell is this? Walking in here with all that <laughs> on. Like, what's going on? What's going on here? He sat down in the <laughs> chair. The shoulder pads went up with him. <laughs> Can somebody please? My boy can had somebody, on some wide receiver shoulder pads, bro. He was going out there on Sunday.
1: <laughs> can somebody please find the Melvin snakeskin suit uh, picture? Oh, that's can up on somebody Facebook please? Somewhere? I'm not ashamed.
3: Uh, hey, uh, if I had Facebook, I would do it, but I don't. I don't know where I, it's in the atmosphere. It's in the I'll, clouds. I'll somewhere. find it
0: for you, Troy. I'll find it for you, Troy. Got you. Um, no, real quick before we before we get out of here, I was just gonna say that I agree with with Drew a little bit um, in terms of just feeling like, to some extent, um, I feel like the men that our that our fathers are particularly my father was raising me to be uh, is kind of archaic now. You know, I think that he did what he thought you know uh, was best for me at that time based on his era and mm-hmm. what he had to do to be a man and not necessarily what it would mean for me because who would have expected, you know, the world to be like it is right now, you know, in terms of how we live and what we do uh, mainly as it relates to, you know, like education, you know, and relationship and stuff like that. Like my dad and I think a lot of our parents, uh, that Gen X slash baby boomer group was really into education, you know, and always pushing us to school, Mm, go to college, mm -hmm, go to college, mm -hmm. get your education, get your education, get your education. And then, you know, now us millennials and whatever the, the groups are that's behind us, are uh, called, we learning how to make money without college. You know, like we're using the internet, we're mm-hmm. creating businesses, we doing all these things. So now I like, I want my kids to be educated and stuff, but I'm not necessarily pushing them towards college. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that there's other ways for them to be successful and enrich their minds. And, you know, like just, that's just one example where like my dad was like real adamant about go to college, go to college, go to college. And right, I think right. a lot of me only went to college because he kept saying, go to college, go to college or whatever. So, you know, now with my kids, I'm not necessarily going to push them in that direction. If they want to go, if that's something that they want to do, you know, obviously we'll do that, but I would much rather they graduate high school, live life for a couple of years, learn who they are and then go to college because college ain't going nowhere. you know what I'm saying? So, um, those are just in some of the ways I think, you know, are different. And then, you know, the type of man he was in terms of his relationships and how him and my mom live, women just aren't made like that no more. You know, so even that mm. looked different for me, you know, like relationship things have progressed. The workforce has changed even more than it had when they were, you know, younger and getting married and stuff like that. So there's just a lot of things that I don't even think that they could have taught us that we mm-hmm. had to figure out on our own and are still learning right now. You know, uh, and I think the same would be said for Miles, you know, and any of the rest of us that may have sons in the future. You know, we give them the best that we can give them based on the knowledge and exposure that we have right now. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's going to be different for all of them as they get older anyway.
3: Well, it ain't no playbook, you know what I mean? It, the playbook is, no you know what I'm saying? No so playbook. you, you, you got you to gotta go with, with what's in. You got to know your personnel. So, I mean, everybody, like I know my daughter. Um, could she go to college? Absolutely is college made for is she built for college not at all she's eclectic she likes art she likes all of those kinds of things so So the books the books ain't it you know what i mean so you have to be able to accept that and understand that um at the end of the day she can do well in life in whatever pathway that she that she uh chooses but it ain't a a college setting necessarily so so what's the moral of the story Hey, in the words of Captain Planet, the power is yours. <laughs>
2: oh <my. laughs> hey,
3: just for old time's sake, I'm about to listen to
1: the theme song of Captain hey, Planet.
2: Hey, real talk, hey, that's
1: your
3: It's a lot of life lessons in some of them theme songs, bro, like legit. Man. If you listen to it, it's a lot of life lessons in them.
0: I just like when I uh, started calling out their
3: specialties. Hey, bro, I'm about to be, <laughs> hey, bro, I'm about to be a the shower, like
2: water Mel I think
1: <laughs> Mel I think one of the points I, I, I do <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yo, they don't make TV like they used to Go ahead. They, they don't, don't. They, they don't Little they, they yeah. look,
1: look, Indian cat in that joint
3: <laughs> Yeah getting it No he was hard That Goodness. black dude had the high top fade on that joint <laughs> <drink.
1: laughs> He was hard bro He was hard That black dude had the high top fade on that joint though <laughs> Yes he did the, the
3: power is yours bro He had the booty before the booty
1: uh, male. He one did. of the uh one of the points that, that you made at the uh, towards the end was, you know, uh there are some uh for men who don't grow up with their fathers, you can still grow to be an an excellent man. Um and uh yeah. Mm-hmm. All they gotta do is make the decision. Make the right decisions, bro.
3: The power, the, yours, the, bro. Power the power is
0: yours, bro. The power is yours. Is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Hey this has been the Melly D's Podcast And as always Until next time We out Yes
3: sir